Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Brooke. Amanda. Hi. Hi. This is so weird. It's weird. We are we are in different places. Which yes. we've, we've done a couple times before with recording. We have. But but we're using a new software. Mm-hmm. And we just we don't we don't know what the final result's gonna be. So we don't listeners, really know. We don't really know what we're doing, Brooke. That's not true. We don't. We no, do. We do know you, what we're doing. You did research before and you got us all set up in this system. You gave me an orientation that was extremely clear. <laughs> And oh, I have, yeah, I had logged on. I mean, it took me like seven minutes this morning to like follow your orientation and get us all set up. So it's fun. It's fun because I don't know. It's like new. I like learning new things and you know, I like tech. So this is fun. We know. Yeah. You're a <laughs> lifelong learner and a tech lifelong lover. Learner. <sighs> yeah. yeah. And so, I got myself a fancy new microphone. We're really so stepping proud it up here. Of you, Brooke, because you're a free you're a frugal lady and you know it takes a bit for you to invest in a big piece of equipment like that but you did it and look at you it does Uh, look at me now (laughs) amanda so we're recording from two places because you are in vermont yes i'm in vermont and can I just tell you, it's amazing here. So I had my Black Bear Weekend, which everybody on the podcast has heard about. It's my annual girls weekend that we've been doing for like 20 something years. And um, it was at my friend's house in Vermont, Jocelyn. And she so kindly allowed me to stay here for a little solo retreat for a few days after the weekend was over. And I'm living my best life, mm. living my best life. Yeah. She's Best in, she's, solo life. Yeah. She's in Rwanda. My friends are very international. You have the most worldly friends of anyone I've ever met. Yeah. Well, so she's going to Rwanda. Uh, Karen lives in Senegal. Uh, Melissa lives in Vienna, Austria, as your friend does. And, and Lindsay lives in Dubai. And I live in Westchester, Amazing. Pennsylvania. You do. And that's okay. Westchester, Pennsylvania is also a lovely place. But well, so you're living your best solo life. And um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous of the solitary time. Yeah. I mean, it's been busy. One of the reasons why I'm here is because I'm teaching. 
I'm teaching, um, so twice a year I teach incoming classes of KonMari trainees, people that want to be KonMari consultants. And one of those times, because of the time difference and West Coast stuff, I teach until from 7 p.m. till 1 o'clock in the morning. Oof. So that was why I actually wanted to stay here in Vermont because it's hard to do at home to just like be in my office from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. Yeah. Um, But here I can more easily do that. So it has been busy, but it's been nice to just like sleep in lane and enjoy the Vermont life. I got a rental car and it's a Jeep. Oh, fun. It's not like a Jeep Wrangler. It's a Jeep Compass or something like that. Like okay. it's just whatever they gave me. I requested yeah. like a Kia Pop <laughs> nothing, but I got the cool Jeep and it's fun. It has like a double sunroof. Oh, yeah. And right. I'm coming with you next time. Yeah, and then I'm one inviting last, myself. Yeah, and then one last update on Vermont. So I'm taking care of Jocelyn's dog Nova, who I pointed out to you earlier. The dog is so chill that like I do worry that it's been sedated or something because <laughs> the comparison to Junie is stark. Mm. It's a real stark comparison and a real wake up call about the amount of training that Junie needs. Was it the reminder you needed? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, okay. one of these days, Junie will not greet me with so much enthusiasm and I might be a little sad about it, but mm. you know, I also understand that you need to get that under control. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do. What's um, up with so you? Something... Tell me everything. Oh. So I know that we both did something last weekend. Um, yours was a little bit more fun drive-in atmosphere, but we both saw the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Did you love it? Okay. I did, but I only heard about 30% of it. Yeah. So you're going to have to see it again. <laughs> I loved it so much. It was just visually, it was phenomenal, obviously. Yes. Um, and then the story was so great. And the part where she's like in the car singing to Indigo oh, Girls. Did you know that? Did you know I the knew, Indigo? You did. I knew that was coming because I had seen the trailers and Indigo Girls like on their Instagram, they had posted that scene. I was like, why are they sharing the Barbie movie? Like it seemed, you know, off brand. But then when I realized like what the, what Barbie is singing in the car, it's just... It's so amazing. So I want to see it again. Yeah. And I also want to tell you that since we last recorded, um, my Quizzo team did bring home a first place win. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So freaking proud of you. So freaking proud of you. I was so proud of myself. And like, I think the other teams are going to like stand down a little bit now. They're like, okay, we see you. The next time you show up to Quizzo, there's not going to be anybody there. They're all going to like retreat, retreat. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if, uh, you know, we've had to take some weeks off because of various vacation schedules and things like that. But our little core team of five, we we brought home the win. So I'll keep everyone posted on how we do next time. And um, also wanted to share that evidently skee-ball leagues do exist. I looked this up after our last recording um, because we decided that like skee-ball is just like the sport for all that we should be playing. And there are skee-ball leagues, including here in Philadelphia. What? Wait a second. Like, you told me that there were skee-ball leagues, but you yes. you didn't tell me that there were skee-ball leagues in Philadelphia. So when I searched again, one of them, I believe it's called Brewski Ball. What? They have a Philadelphia location. What? 
I know. So we might have to go check this out for research because I purposes. Because I told you, Brooke, I was like, I'll move to Milwaukee. Like, I don't care. For ski you ball, know? anything. You know? But, um, wow, Philadelphia. Well, mm-hmm. Brooke, a little teaser. A little teaser is that mm-hmm. our, um, our main topic today is hobbies. And uh, I have a feeling I just acquired a brand new one. I think you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just have to bring it to the burbs because you know how I feel about driving into the city. I know. But if they have okay. if they have cute shirts, imagine if you get a Quizzo shirt and I get a ski ball shirt. Yeah, I don't think Quizzo has shirts, but I can make one. Of As co- we've discussed, I I can. Will they I? They do now. Quizzo Probably. has shirts now. <laughs> Quizzo has shirts now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, that's great news. That's a shocker. That was something that I didn't know about the Philadelphia part. And so I'm on it. I'm on okay. it. Okay. All right. We're going to have to do this soon. My birthday is coming up next month. I'm not sure that I want it to be like a ski-ball <laughs> birthday, but it could be an excuse to get out of our comfort zone here in the burbs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think I can wait until March to have a ski-ball birthday, but, you know, so maybe I can convince somebody else in my family to have a ski-ball We'll go scope birthday. it out. We'll yeah. scope it out. Yeah. I also okay. wanted to let you know that this is kind of a sensitive sensitive subject because you know how I love Target. I do. Um, and I just, I feel like I need to come clean to everyone that I am, I'm, I'm cheating on Target. Oh my God. Um, so what have you done? What have I done? So it's okay. Um, I mean, Target and I still have a relationship, but right now, so I think I've talked before about how I'm a member of like the Panera Sip Club, which Correct. is like y- you pay a flat fee per month. I think it's like 10 bucks or something. And every time you go to Panera, you get a free coffee or fountain beverage every yes. two hours. Yes. So like there's days that I will camp out there for four hours and get work done. So I'm getting free sodas. I'm getting free coffee. And I you can also know it was every two hours. I thought it was just oh, once yeah. a day. No, it's every two uh, hours uh, for your refill needs. Uh, and and you also get like you can save, you know, a dollar or two dollars here and there on your food. So for the frequency with which I go, especially now in the summer, the kids are here with the sitter. I am getting out of the house more often to do work um, with fewer distractions. I, you know, kept up with the Panera Sip Club uh, membership. Well, with it recently came a free three-month membership of Walmart Plus. Okay. And with that comes free delivery. And Walmart is pretty big on groceries. Now, I don't ever do my grocery shopping there because our Walmart, like the parking lot is terrible. And it's just like, it, and it's kind of I, far, right? Isn't the Walmart, isn't the one in Springfield? No? It's pretty close to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a five-minute drive. But I, okay. like, that shopping center, like, I avoid at all costs because of yes. the parking situation. Yes. And so I was like, oh, their groceries are pretty good prices, and I'm getting mm. free delivery. I placed an order this morning for some things that we need, and I don't have a chance to run out between the kids and recording and all of that stuff. And it's going to be here at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, same day? Same day. It, okay. It's not always available same day. It depends right. on, like, their schedule. So I tried it once on a Saturday, and the soonest delivery they could offer me was Monday morning, which was fine in that instance. But today it's like, oh, we're out of strawberries. We need this. We need that. And I go to Trader Joe's for a lot of things too. But today I just needed some stuff delivered to my door. Mm -hmm. And like the earliest delivery was 2 p.m. 
And this was at like 9.30. I placed my order this morning. That's amazing because I do the giant Peapod, like delivery giant direct, I think it's called now. But usually you do have to order at least a day or two before to get it on the same day. If I need same day delivery, I'll do Whole Foods, but that's $9.99 now for same day delivery. That's a lot. It's steep. I really only do that like in case of a total emergency. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I won't be doing this likely during the school year, but right now it's like we have the sitter for 20 hours a week. Um, You know, Nick's working at his office an hour away. It's just like my time is at a minimum right now. So it's working out really well. I love that. Um, I don't want anyone to worry. I'm still going to be faithful to Target for many other things. Yeah. Um, And with the free delivery comes like I'm adding a tip to it for the driver and things like that. But I think I'm still saving money in the long run because their prices are really good and I'm not taking the time to go. So, yeah. And you're also not strolling the aisles and being like, oh, this and that and this and look at these cute stickers and look at these. Yeah. I'm kind of, Nick traditionally has done our like larger giant shopping order because I'm kind of a disaster when it comes to that. I'm like, oh, this looks, this looks fun. Um, So it's best to keep me out of the store. Yeah. Oh, and with the free Walmart plus, comes a free Paramount subscription. So it's like from my one for how long? I think also three months. Oh. So it was like Panera gave me the Walmart Plus freebie and then Walmart Plus gave me the Paramount freebie. I feel like I'm really working the system here. Yeah. I mean Panera is like your gateway drug here. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) oh wow. Okay. Uh, These are all very intriguing tips. Mm -hmm. And at one point I did again like working the system and I didn't mean to game the system this way but at one point I wasn't going to Panera very often this was like a few months ago so I went to cancel my subscription and they're like oh, I remember won't you stay for only $3.99 a month I was like yes, oh, I you got me yes, yes I will well so I am paying full price now but you know all those things just if you keep an eye on it and make sure that you're not paying for subscriptions that you're not using you can gain a lot from those little freebies and things like that you're good. I try. You're good. Yeah. I try. I'm here yeah. to impress. <laughs> Amanda, should we take a little break? Let's take a break. I'm excited. Oh, spoiler. I'm excited about our topic spoiler. today. Okay, we'll be okay, back. Bye. Okay, bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now, back to the show. We're back. We are back. We are back. And as I've mentioned seven times, our main topic today is (laughs) hobbies and You know, what got me thinking about this topic was, you know, as I said, I'm up here in Vermont and my friend Jocelyn, who is our host here in her home, is learning guitar. And so there were a couple nights where, you know, she got the guitar out and was like teaching us what she was learning. And it was just really cool to see. It's like a whole different, it operates like a whole different part of your brain to Mm -hmm. try to learn something new. And the guitar is really hard. 
Yeah. But it's really hard. Um, so I don't know. I just kind of felt inspired. And I also felt like I don't really have a lot of hobbies. Like I, yeah. read, I read. What else are my hobbies? I read. I read. You read. I, I think I mentioned that. I'm sure I have other hobbies, but um, I don't know. I have been thinking a lot about, I want to get back to sewing mm. because I used to sew when I was a little girl. And I think I've mentioned about five times this weekend in different occasions that I won a 4-H contest once for sewing. <gasps> I knew, I, I did not know this about yes. you. I, I wonder what if did you sew? I sewed, I sewed, I sewed mm-hmm. a rainbow skirt for myself and a matching rainbow skirt for my doll. And I can't mm-hmm. remember if it was a cabbage patch kid doll or one of those other stand up dolls or whatever, but I won. And I don't remember if I won first place. I don't think I did, but I won something. It's okay. Everyone's a winner. Do you still liked- have it? I'm sure it's somewhere. My mother probably saved it. It's probably oh somewhere. Gosh. I know. Um, it would be adorable. So you're a can you imagine if it was? Can you imagine if it was the same size as Isabel and we found it? She could wear my rainbow <gasps> skirt. How freaking amazing would that be? Oh my gosh! New mission. You need to find it. Well, you know why I'm excited about the idea of sewing. Like, you know, I'm a very concrete person, and I yeah. like, and I like quick wins. So, like for like knitting, for example, which I know we're going to talk about. It seems like it's just too long of a process for me. Like, yeah. for example, like I could knock out, like, I love pouches. I never met a pouch I didn't like. <laughs> I love pouches. And like, I could knock a pouch out once I got good at it. I could knock pouches out in like 30 minutes. You could sew so many pouches, zipper pouches, drawstring pouches, so yeah. many. I never met a pouch I didn't like. So I like the the concrete aspect of this is exactly how you do it. And then you get X result. Okay. Now, do you have a sewing machine? No, but my niece had a brief stint with sewing and she does not want her sewing machine anymore. So I think she's going to give it to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have the resources to get mm-hmm. back into sewing. I don't um, know where I'm going to sew. I don't know okay. where I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. We can, we can work that out. You have tables. We can, we can figure that out for you. I yeah. like this for you. Are you, um, yeah, I mean, so something that has always been tricky for me is as like a creative, like my job is creative with graphic design mm-hmm. is that I am very particular about the final outcome of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's helpful for me to have creative hobbies that are not related to my income, but it's also difficult for me sometimes to not love the outcome or not mm. be good at something creative right off the bat. So that's something that I need to because I also I, I've I've let some of the hobbies fall by the wayside. Um, mm. But one that I love that I discovered several years ago from my friend, Tina Crespo. She is an amazing Mm -hmm. photographer and fine artist. And she taught me alcohol ink, Mm. which is a medium that basically has, there's no control Mm -hmm. and you need to really surrender your need for control and just be kind of delighted with the outcome, whatever it Mm -hmm. may be. Now there's Mm -hmm. techniques and you can, you can use techniques to, um, 
you know, manipulate Shape the ink, things and, yeah. cheap things and manipulate it. But like you truly, when I would start with a few different colors, so it's basically, it's these little, um, like tubes of ink that mm-hmm. it's like very concentrated marker ink almost. Oh. Um, that's not actually what it is, but it's like if you took the concentrated ink that goes into a marker, okay. this is how concentrated it would be. So a single drop of this ink, and then you put a little um, dropper of actual like rubbing alcohol Mm -hmm. and then you kind of move it around the page you can use a straw to like blow it around you can use a hairdryer Mm -hmm. all different techniques Mm -hmm. and sometimes I will get in there with like two or three different colors and the final result is often beautiful but it is never what I thought I was going to get wow where are you doing this where are you doing this project so it's mess free enough that I can do it like at my dining room table. I have like a big um, like cutting mat that I use as a surface. I've actually had this cutting mat since college. still has my Mm. maiden name written on it. And I love to use it just as like a creative surface. So I'm not getting anything dirty, but ultimately it's these little ink droppers. You use, you know, little um, droppers that you can add the alcohol on it as well to manipulate the colors, but it's a pretty mess free, low mess. I like that. The only thing is that it does smell if you're using the rubbing alcohol. You can get a little high. So you got to make sure that (laughs) you're being mindful. (laughs) Got to be sure that you're being mindful of that. And, you know, I don't do it when the kids are around. But like a lot of times if I haven't done it in a while, but if Nick would like take the kids to his parents for the weekend or something, I'll get out my supplies. And you have to use this certain kind of paper. Um, mm. I believe it's called Yupo it, because it doesn't oh. absorb the ink. It it kind of like sits on top of the surface. Oh. And you can also do it on, um, like I've done it on tiles to make like a coaster. It's just a really awesome medium and it's very inexpensive to get into. So that was like one it. that for Fun me, and easy. yeah. And Tina, like I went to some of the workshops that she taught on this medium, but it's, it was really important for me to do something that had like an imperfect outcome. Yes. Um, I like that. Because I get a little bit of, I, I am a little bit of a perfectionist and most of my hobbies do end up being some sort of creating or making. Like mm-hmm. you said, we also both like reading, but is there another hobby that you're interested in in taking up that is not creative, like sewing or... What are hobbies that aren't creative? Gardening? Is gardening creative? Sure. Well, yeah, but in a different way. I don't way. want to garden. I don't want to garden. You don't, you're like, I don't want to do it. It is just, <laughs> I mean, it's creative in a certain way, but you're not, you're not creating something in the same sense as like sewing. But even, I mean, sewing, it's creative, but it might need to, for people that might not feel like they are quote unquote creative people, which I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think we all are creative in certain ways. But sewing is a really good one because you can follow a pattern and you can, you know, you're buying fabric that already exists. You're buying textiles that someone else has put thought into the pattern or. So it's like, I also like like the practicality of it too. Like, for example, Isabel has bought a few shirts recently that are really big on the side. And I'd Mm -hmm. love to learn how to bring them in, but bring them in in a way that I can then let them out again so that she can Mm -hmm. wear them again later. Like, I kind of like that homesteady 
darn the socks, like kind of like, you know, like fixing things sort of thing. Homesteady. I love it. I don't know. I mean, one of the things like, I mean, so like the piano, for example, I played the piano when I was little, but I felt a little bit turned against it because I hated practicing and I was not playing. I think we've talked about this before. I was playing, you know, like rock of ages and I today I'd love to play like Ed Sheeran that could be something kind of fun like Isabel actually has a um a Casio see this okay Brooke this is good all right this is good we're talking it through we're talking it through because I'm already going to like well where am I gonna do all this she has a Casio and I need to get a stand for it because it's just like you would just set it on a table or something and play it but I want it to have a stand and I'd like, and they have all these apps now that you can, these piano that will teach you to play piano. Um, and she actually shows some interest in that too. So it'd be fun to do that. My question is where, and the thing is too, like with the sewing, it can be a bit messy because you've got the scraps and the threads and the blah, blah, blah. But what do you think, Brooke, about, you know how my dining room, I'm trying to make it not a dining room and more like kind of a creative room. Would yeah. it be weird for you to walk into my house and see a sewing machine and a, um, what is it called? A keyboard in there? Not at all. It would delight me. I mean, I love to see how people use their spaces to create and also who cares what anybody thinks because, when they walk into your because, house. Brooke, who cares? Because I have a whole keynote talk about quitting the shoulds. Quitting well, the shares. And right. And also who's coming into your house that isn't someone that you like and respect, you Correct. know, like anybody Correct. invited into your home is going to love this about you. Yes. Um, no, I love that you've made your like you've turned what could have been or might have been in the past a traditional dining room into like a more versatile space with a lot of like Isabel's art supplies and a little desk. And yeah, you have the table in the middle, but like who says you need to use that for dining? Yeah. And you know what? That little desk that's in there, nobody is using it. Like I don't no. use it to pay bills. Isabel doesn't use it to do her homework. So slap sewing a machine. sewing machine on that puppy. And I have all those really cute baskets that I can just put scraps and that kind of stuff in there. I'm slapping there a sewing machine right on that puppy, Brooke. And... I need to get the Casio stand. Brooke, I have delegated Fernando to purchase the Casio stand. Okay. I've made several requests. I've made several okay. requests to check in. How is the mm. purchase of the Casio stand going? Mm-hmm. Um, I how, don't have, how is it going? <laughs> I don't have a Casio stand yet because like, no. I want him to like get the thing out and see like what kind of stand does it need and he's like oh you can just order any stand it's universal and i'm like well, i don't believe you but even so could you just do that right then you order any stand yeah correct so like but no yeah I are you feel are you feeling like i mean i know you said jocelyn was playing guitar like are you feeling like you are missing out on something because you don't feel like you have hobbies right now do you feel like you've let that part of yourself go or like what's what's in what else is inspiring you to feel like it's time to pick up something new or maybe pick up something old like piano and make it your own versus like learning the classical music that maybe you didn't love as a child yeah I think this is such an insightful question, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think I am the type of person, like, I like to be busy. 
And it's hard for me to relax, but because it's hard for me to relax, I often find myself just like, oh, okay, well, I don't know what else to do. So I'll just clean up the kitchen or I'll just do the laundry or I'll just do this. And I'm always kind of running around and spinning, but I would like it if I was doing something that was active that, cause I have a little bit of this restless energy, that's something that was active, but it's not necessarily like productive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's something that's enjoyable, like ski ball, ski ball, <laughs> like ski ball, like it all comes back to ski ball, Brooke. It, like, it does. I, I, it's, I get to get out. Like, so I guess that's why a lot of people play sports and stuff, right? Because you're doing something fun and you're moving around. I mean, so I guess yoga is a bit of a hobby. Sports for me. and I don't stuff. Know. Yeah. Sports, you know, <laughs> that's why the people do the sports and stuff. <laughs> why the people do the sports. Because yeah. yeah, you're moving your body, you're, you're, you know, so you're, you're using a lot of that energy for good instead of just like, okay, well, let me just spin around the house and tidy up. Yeah. Or get so sucked into work again that you accidentally burn yourself out mm-hmm. because yeah. you don't like, I feel like that was something that I had a hard time with when I first became self-employed. And we, when we started Curious and Company, I just, it was hard to relax, but if I didn't have something else to be doing again, it could be, you know, something fun or creative with my hands. I just fell back into work because it was there and it was Mm -hmm. easy for me to do. And there was Mm -hmm. always more to do, but Mm -hmm. having something that feels like, um, you know, yes, there can be an end result that brings me joy versus being connected to my income. Mm -hmm. That can be really good to give your brain a break while still using that restless energy that you might have. Yeah. And I like the idea of these hobbies that I'm talking about right now, because it feels like it's like if I wanted to like do a little piano, like at 20 minutes and for 20 minutes in the middle of the day, I could do that. If I wanted to work on a little pouch project in the middle of the day, like I could do that. Whereas a hobby that's like golf, that's like a freaking day of your life Mm -hmm. fishing. You know what I mean? Like these like really intense hobbies that require a lot of stuff and a lot of time is not something that I'm super interested in. Um, I, but I like these that, things that you can just do in little, little spurts. Yeah. Nick has always liked fishing and he does fly fishing, which can be done at creeks around here. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, he's accumulated all of the correct rods and equipment and gadgets and things, but it can also just be like a two hour thing. You know, yes. he can go to a local Creek and he does catch and release and he just likes it. Because it's just, it's forced, like, slow relaxation. Yes, Like, you are just sitting there, not sitting, you're standing, usually Mm -hmm. waiting in some water, Mm -hmm. waiting, waiting for a thing, waiting and waiting (laughs) (laughs) for, uh, you know, a fish, but there's nothing you can do to make the fishies come faster. I mean, I'm no, sure there's I some mean, there strategies are, there. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, are yeah, strategies, yeah. but yeah. yeah, but you know what I mean? So that's something that he loves. Um, I was also recently reading Michelle Obama's latest book. I've been Ugh. listening to it Gotta listen and to she talks in the first chapter, she talks about, um, how she has loved knitting and mm. I'm going to read a little quote from it. She says, In knitting, when you create the first stitch of a new project, you cast on. When an item is finished, you bind it off. 
Both of these actions I've found are incredibly satisfying. The bookends of something manageable and finite. They give Mm. me a sense of completion in a world that will always and forever feel chaotic and incomplete. Anytime your circumstances start to feel all-consuming, I suggest you try going in the other direction toward the small. So she, you know, has this whole thing um, that she calls the power of small, too, that ties into this. Like, knitting can feel mm. just like, a, you know, something small. It's little by little. It, Like you said, mm. it does take a while. But sometimes that smallness is what reminds us to slow down in the world, mm-hmm. that when the world feels scary and just insurmountable, like all of the problems in the world, there's this little thing that you have control over that can yes. just change your whole mindset. So I love that. I learned I learned to knit several years ago. My mother-in-law taught me and I made scarves for everyone I know, knew, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. stopped knitting because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm done. I made all the scarves. <laughs> but I have, <laughs> there's a new, I guess at this point it's like almost a year old, but there's like a new yarn fibers store right here in media mm. um, called Home Sewn. And I've thought about maybe taking a class and maybe getting back into knitting. sewing classes at that place? I think they might. We're going to have to look into it, it for I you. It because I yeah. would love for the process to start not feeling frustrating, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like if I get frustrated earlier on, I'm like, ah, forget this. This is too hard. But if I can go to a class or something, a little 101, that would be awesome. Yeah. Or maybe the process of becoming frustrated is something like a good lesson <sighs> to just, I know, I know. Brooke, we don't like dishing, to be frustrated. No, but you're dishing, <laughs> you're dishing out the wise nuggets today, Brooke. I All feel like the wisdom. Did you take some sort of, I mean, wow. Okay. You know what I did this morning for the what first time do? in weeks? I what? went for a walk. That's why I wonder. Wisdom nuggets. Yeah. Did it make me wiser? Yeah. This and morning I said, hobby, by the way. Eh, okay. I think it's a hobby. It's something that you, what I mean. What is a hobby? What is the definition of right. a hobby? Something exactly. that you do that you enjoy. Boop. I mean, television is my favorite <laughs> hobby. Like watching exactly. television, and that's the thing. Yes, I think what you and I are feeling right now is that maybe we are looking for some more creative hobbies, but there are. There are plenty of things that we do that could be called hobbies. And yes, I think I realized because Graham and I haven't been taking our morning before school walks because there's Mm -hmm. no school Mm -hmm. and the kids aren't doing camp or anything. And we've just been having slow mornings. I've been really starting to feel sluggish. Yeah. And as much as I love our slow mornings and not needing to go anywhere, this morning it was pretty nice out. wasn't going to be too, too hot yet. And I said, guys, let's get dressed. Um... The problem is, not problem, but Paige is a little slower. Mm. And so Graham and I can't take our brisk walk that we had been doing um, before. And so they kind of like... He played on the playground. Paige and I just kind of like walked laps around the school so we yeah. could check in with him. And then they got tired and wanted to go home. And so we went home and I just continued. I walked around the block a few times. Great. And I only walked a mile and a half, but it was like it was that head clearing that I needed. Yes. So, yes. yes. 
That is a hobby. And That's yes, a hobby. it made it made me wise today. It made you wise. So, I it made I, me wise. I think I'm gonna make you before we record every podcast, maybe we should do like laps around my house or something. Oh, oh my gosh, that would be fun. Or maybe <laughs> we need to walk walk Junie's energy off. Maybe we need to start doing walks when I come to your house. Well, how much fun would that be if you got there and we took a walk? Together. That would be really good. Yeah, because we could take a little notebook with us because we do a lot of like our podcast planning when you first get there, but we could do a little walk and talk, take a little notebook, take Junie. <gasps> I See, like but then this. this is us combining work with a hobby. So while it's well, good, we also need to make sure that we also and and that's fine. I my thing is that I need to make sure I also have hobbies that are solely Correct. work related, you know? Correct. So yes, but we can also do that. Okay. Um, great. And another fun one that my family loves, and again, it's quote unquote creative, but you don't necessarily like you can follow a pattern. My family loves perler beads, you know, the little okay, I'm seeing melty no, beads. seeing this written in the notes and I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what they are? Oh, I, I bet actually, I do. I bet I do. I think I these, do now. They're the little, I'm going to show you on the, on the camera. They're just yes. the little beads okay, that yes. you put on the little grid yeah. thing. This is yes. super descriptive. The little beads that you put on the little grid thing, but like it, it's such a relaxing activity because it has to be like Graham mm. made some with his um, favorite baseball logos. I'm showing you, you're not looking. Because you're I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> Oh, so like he'll make his favorite baseball team logos and we, you can find patterns on the internet. For is this beads. one of the things where you like, then you melt it and it kind of yes. like, so then okay, you okay. iron it. There's like, it comes oh. with wax paper and you mm -hmm. iron it and then it melds it all together, melts and melds. And it's one of those things that Nick also finds super relaxing. Like he will get them out sometimes and just make like a little coaster or something. And oh, if you don't want to iron it when done you just dump the beads and start over the next time but it's one of those things like if you need something relaxing to do with your hands I think the key for me is like doing something with my hands yes. um is really important for my brain yeah like when Isabel was little I used to love play-doh I used to love oh, yeah. Play-Doh. in fact there would be times we had this little cupcake maker where it would make the cupcake oh, I know it uh, I know oh, it. that's right I brought it over yes. to your house and I babysat with and I loved that thing. And I think I've told you before, like there's been time because Isabel would always smush my cupcakes and there would be times that she would go to bed and I would be like, I'm going to make an intact <laughs> cupcake and enjoy like every step of this process and not have somebody smush it. I really liked Play-Doh and Isabel and I, we went to, so my co-working space, Align Space, which you know, I love, had these coloring books there. And normally I don't like adult coloring books. I feel like they're stressful for some reason, but hmm. these adult coloring books were, were lovely and the markers were like these brush stroke kind of markers mm, that are mm -hmm. very relaxing. So I ordered those and, um, you know, I, we just don't pick them up and do them enough, but that's another thing about these hobbies with the sewing and the, uh, the piano. Like I want it to be something, it's almost like a Montessori feel where I want it to yeah. be around and for Isabel to be interested in it, especially with how she goes into the tween years and, you know, the devices and all of this kind of stuff. Like I want there to be really easy alternatives. It's almost like you need to, so just like talking specifically about your house here yes. Um, because you do have that dining room slash kind of multi-purpose room. 
it's almost like you just need to make a point to go in there for half an hour every day and pick up something. So whether it's the sewing machine, whether it's the keyboard, whether it's Play-Doh, like give yourself a dedicated half hour. And we should all find ways to do this. Like I found my half hour this morning to go for a walk. I need to, you know, create time each week to do alcohol ink or some sort of drawing practice or other creative practice that is just like, I have that dedicated time set aside. So since you have that amazing room set up with everything kind of somewhat in place until Fernando gets the Casio stand, um, you can kind of just say for half an hour every day, I'm going to go in this room and see what comes of it. You know? Right. Right. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. That is your assignment. Yes. And so my to-do is also I need to get the sewing machine. So Ella's leaving okay. for college soon, and I think they said they know where it is. So I'm going to grab it before she goes. All right. Yeah. So listeners, tell us, what yes. are your hobbies? What like, your what, hobbies? Do you, what do you like to do that is not at all work-related, whether it has a creative end result or not, like, what do you do for yourself when you need to clear your head? Um, A lot of people, I know it's like exercise, but what are some of those other hobbies that we might not have touched on or that we might not know about? There's so Mm -hmm. many cool creative ventures that, that I want to learn. I want to hear from our listeners. I know. I bet they've got some really cool stuff going on. All right, everyone, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Hey listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. Amanda, we're back. We are back. And I think you've already touched on this a little (laughs) bit. And I've mentioned that I'm a little bit jealous. But tell us what's sparking joy for you right now. I mean, Brooke, it's very simple. It's alone Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Alone time. Mm -hmm. You know me. I'm an introvert. I need decompression time. I need alone time. I need thinking time. Like, I feel like my life at home is just like one interruption after another. It's very Mm -hmm. rare that I'm in my house by myself, which always Isabel's there. My mom's there or Fernando's there or the dog needs to go in or out or whatever. And yes, I can go to my co-working space, but you know, it's usually for, you know, a few hours at a time or whatever, but I'm just really what's sparking joy is alone time. And really, really realizing that I need that and I need it for extended periods. And I'm excited because I actually have several speaking engagements coming up. Um, I have Virginia in August and where am I going in September? I am going, I have Orlando in September and I have Charlotte in October. And for each one of those, look at me. And so each one (laughs) of those speaking engagements, usually they'll cover one night in the hotel, but I'm getting myself a second night in the hotel just like adding on a little retreat, right? Because a lot of times Mm -hmm. these hotels, they're really beautiful locations, you know, in terms of they have, you know, lots of amenities and that sort of thing. So I think that's going to be really life-changing for me. Yeah, that's going to be great. And like, honestly, one night in a hotel is not even 
you know, 24 hours because you can't check in till the afternoon. You check out in the morning and it's more of just like an in and out kind of transaction. So Mm -hmm. I think you giving yourself that extra time is really awesome. You're kind of, you're making use of the time that you're already being given because of the speaking engagement and extending it. So you don't have to pack up and leave. You can just kind of camp out for a little bit in a nice location. It's going to be great. And I, um, yeah, I think this is a good reminder too, that, um, Nick has some time off coming in, coming up in August and it's a week that we won't have our babysitter anymore. Um, and I am thinking like, he's probably going to spend some time at his parents' house. They have a pool and I might ask if I can spend a few days at home or this is oh, me asking yeah. while this he's is... listening. Hi, I would like to, I would like to <laughs> oh, spend some time alone. Hello. Yes. Um, because yeah, I, I need a little bit of that creative rejuvenation yeah. and quiet, quiet. Yeah. My brain needs so much quiet. It, I know. I know. It's amazing. I mean, even, yeah. So I am just realizing and being much more strategic about giving myself that time. And even just stuff like thinking about the business. I have a lot of big decisions that I want to make in the business right now in terms of what certain things I'm leaning into and if I want to hire help and, you know, and I need to think about those things. And so I've yeah. actually, I went to Staples while I was here and bought like really pretty post-its. Jocelyn <laughs> has a blank wall here and I might do a little bit of post-it brainstorming. So mm. I'm post-its. Ah, love some colorful post-its love some colorful post-its yeah they also spark joy what are you doing yes they spark joy what are you doing to do your future self a favor okay so this is a tool that i learned about a few months ago i actually forget where i learned about it but it's called it's an online tool called goblin.tools. Yes, that is it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And it is basically, I'm going to read the little description here because that it just sums it up. Goblin.tools is a collection of small, simple, single task tools, mostly designed to help neurodivergent people with tasks they find overwhelming or difficult. So it's just this very simple website Mm -hmm. that the the way I discovered it is if you go to the tab that says magic to do, um, first of Mm -hmm. all, I like that because it's a reference to the show Pippin, magic to do is a song. Um, Anyway, (laughs) um, but it's basically magic like to do as in Mm -hmm. a to do task Mm -hmm. and you can add a task. So like I did this once and it was like, um, I wanted to see what the result would be. So it's basically using AI chat GPT type of technology and it's coming up with a to-do list based on my end tasks. Okay. So I'm going to type in clean the bathroom because that is something I need to do. And Mm -hmm. I can choose how much breaking down I need. So do I need just a couple um, specifics of how to break down this somewhat overwhelming task to me right now? Or do I need Mm -hmm. it like extra broken down? So I'm going to choose like a little more towards extra. And then we're going to click the button and it is going to, I'm then going to click breakdown item. So it comes up with this little magic wand. Okay. And it's working. It takes a couple seconds, but it's going to break down like step by step, gather cleaning supplies, remove all items from surfaces, sweep or vacuum the floor, 
remove mm-hmm. trash and replace trash bags, scrub the toilet with toilet, clean, toilet cleaner. So this is yes. like if your brain is on overdrive and you don't know where to begin with something, this is such a fun tool. And it's yeah. also really interesting. Like I did it for a work-related task in terms of like submitting my planners to print. And it had some pretty um, like really on par terminology and things in terms of like how the print and design process works. Yeah, I was really impressed. There's also a tab where you can do a formalizer. So you can turn um, any text, like you can make Mm -hmm. it yeah, you, you can make it more this, professional, more formal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Or you can turn something into bullet points. Some people, like a lot of times I get very wordy in emails and I realize, you know what, this needs to be a bulleted list. So this would turn it into those bullets for you. So it's really fun. There's also a tab where you can go to judge and say, am I misreading the tone The tone of this? Oh. You can enter some text and then it will judge it for you and let you know, like, yes, this is snarky. No, you're, what? you know, this is polite. I That's know amazing. it's really fun. So it's not necessarily like uh, there's an also an, an estimator. Just tell me how long this task is going to take. So look into it. If nothing else, just like bookmark this, remember it for the future. Do your mm-hmm. future self a favor by like getting familiar with this. So the next time you have a totally overwhelming task, go to goblin.tools and see what it how it tells you to break things down. It's really fun. I see you writing it down, Amanda. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I know yeah, you are. I know because I think I you're... played with it a little bit when you first told me about it and then I just forgot about it. So I really yeah. want to go back and play with it again. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, that's like it's really all... interesting. Yeah. That's what, I mean, even, um, last night, you know, last night when I was teaching my KonMari class, like the name of the game, a lot of times with decluttering, is just bite-sizing everything, like bite-size, bite-size, mm-hmm. bite-size. Like if I'm helping somebody declutter exactly. their bathroom and I take all of their bathroom stuff and dump it on the floor, they're like, ah, but then if I divide it up into hair care, skin care, dental, and they're like, oh, okay, here's four things of floss and four toothbrushes. Like my brain can handle that, right? So I think like bite size is the name of the game. It is. This will definitely bite size things for you if you're too overwhelmed to do it yourself. So we'll share, as always, we share everything in the show notes. So this link will be there and all the other um, things that we've chatted about will be there as well. And don't forget, listeners, to sign up for our Patreon. We've got the different levels, bonuses coming your way soon. And um, just do it. It's really fun. And it's a way to support the podcast. It's so fun. I love our levels. They're so cutely Named. I know. We're so, we're so, I know. We're so, we're so cute. We're so <laughs> cute. No, what's the word? Witty. We're so witty. Um, witty. All right. Well, I had so much fun with you today. You were dropping the wisdom bombs like nobody's business. And That's I right. think we were successful in our remote recording. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and we're going to um, see how it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> see how it sounds. But um, all right, everybody, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. 
Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.